Today, we're discussing the importance of keeping your information so that you can reuse it later, specifically your background packet. Let's discuss. Before we get started, if you're new to this channel, we have two gifts down in the description. And if you're not new, still utilize those gifts if you have not already. One of them is the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through each phase of the hiring process and allow you to start compounding that knowledge to make your hiring process easy. There's some hidden bonuses in there and a bunch of other things that are really going to make your process more streamlined. Additionally, if you have questions that you want answered that pertain specifically to you, your background, your hiring process, maybe it's the psych, maybe it's the poly or anything else during the police hiring process, jump on a free coaching call with myself. I'd be glad to sit down help you out, do anything I can to get you to your dream and goal of becoming a law enforcement officer. Now, let's discuss why you should retain your background packet if you filled one out before, or if you're getting ready to fill one out, why you should make sure one, you get it right the first time, and two, why you should make sure you keep that information after you submit it. So how are you going to do this? There's a couple different ways I've been seeing background packets submitted over the years. Some departments are still using the old paper and pen method, which I personally like, or at least the concept of it, so you can have a copy. Some departments are making you fill it out online on an actual digital database and submitting through that database. So it's really hard to make a copy, but there's other ways to do that. And we'll go over that as well. And then some have a digital form that you can fill out and then you either print that out or email it in. A lot of times you have to get these notarized, so they have to be printed in some capacity or at least part of the form has to be printed in some capacity. So you really have those options pretty regularly to print it out and, and save a copy. Now, why is this important? I can't tell you how many times I'm I'm working with a coaching member or just, just an individual that reaches out to me for, say, the free coaching call, and they say, hey, I've, I've applied to this department before, and I put this stuff down on my background packet, and what they really did was they just misarticulated some situations, and you should never really deviate from, from background packets, but if you have your old one and you re-articulate that in a different manner, at least you can know what you put on that old one so that if it's questioned, hey, why is this different from this, you're able to clearly articulate without hesitation. I, I misunderstood or I misrepresented this by accident, and this is the actual truth of, of what had happened. So... That, that kind of tends to be what I see the most. Oftentimes, it's someone just filling out a background packet before they, before they and I spoke, something like that. Whatever the correct gra grammatical sentence for that is, before before we spoke, before they spoke to me. There we go. And we have we have really worked out the situation. You know, a lot of times, due to the background packet and due to the intensity of the police hiring process. Everyone tries to be super honest, which you should be, but in an attempt to be honest, individuals tend to be overt and they put a perspective on it, which is just an opinion, and that's not the facts. And then when they try to articulate it, they go down a rabbit hole that's just really all opinion, and it doesn't apply to the situation, and then they submit it on a background packet, and it's just 
it's just a cluster to try and unravel that and then rearticulate it in the proper way after, after they've already submitted it. But that's a key component right there. The main reason you want to keep that and retain that original background packet is for the sheer fact that they that you can draw on that if you have it filled out right the first time. Everyone knows that I recommend applying to more than one agency. Specifically, I tell every coaching member to apply to three agencies. But if you apply to more than one, you want those packets to be identical, right? You don't want them to be to be completely different and have different different aspects and different answers, because if those departments share those packets, right, if they reach out and say, hey, which departments have you applied to? Oh, I've applied to APD, BPD, and CPD. And CPD reaches out to APD and says, hey, we're uh, we're going through this process with this candidate. I think they're a candidate of yours as well. Can you tell me where they are in the process? Oh, they've submitted their background packet. Great. They submitted it with ours too. Are we able to exchange and see the correlation of answers here? And whether they do that or not, it, it's a toss up. But for the most part, you don't want having disparaging, disparaging answers. I cannot speak today. Disparaging answers between the two. So, and it does happen. Make no mistake. I can't tell you the number of times that individuals have have come back to me and said, hey, they got this information from this source over here, this other department over here that I applied to years ago. They share information, whether they're supposed to or not, they should share information. You can't ever account for human error. So keep that in mind, keeping that background packet and making sure it's filled out right the first time. If if it's not, you have to fix it, but you want to make sure it's filled out right the first time. In our online course, we have a sample packet, a very robust sample packet so that individuals can take the time to, to fill it out and get it right before they before they submit the real one. And it gets them all their information, all their all their addresses, all their references, all their points of contact, their entire background and criminal history, financial history, everything that's possibly in there. We have that in our online course for, for individuals like you to, to go through and make sure that it's, it's done right the first time. That's just the best way to put it, to make sure it's done right the first time. And it tracks along with our online course that's the reason we developed it that way. But the big point here is, is when you get your packet or if you've had a packet before, and if you've made a mistake on it, no big deal. You just have to, one, learn how to articulate the mistake properly, right? And then two, learn how to articulate and explain why the mistake was made, right? Oh, it was a misunderstanding of the question. Uh, it was a misrepresentation of facts and and all these, and all these were unintentional, right? These weren't intentional misrepresentation of facts. It's, I just misrepresented. I could not clearly articulate that incident at that time. So when you when you have this packet, right? Let's say you have the written packet and you fill it out by hand, make sure it's neat and el uh, legible. There we go. And they're going to actually ask that. It's going to literally be printed on top of the packet saying packets must be readable and legible. Otherwise they will not be considered. So you fill it out really, really neat, really slow and methodically. You make sure you get it all right, and then you have to turn it in. But before you turn it in, scan it, make a digital copy, make a hard copy, whatever you have to do, and keep it on file. I have a copy of every single background packet I have ever filled out. 
and they've all mirrored off of the first one I've ever filled out. Some changes have been made in there just due to growth and changes in employment, things along those lines, greater awards. But for the most part, it has stayed consistent the entire time. And the reason it does that is because I'm able to go back to the first one, the second one, the third one, fourth one, and they're all copied off of the first one. And it just allows me one to, to take a, you know, sometimes a six hour process of filling out this background packet and pretty much dumb it down to an, to an hour. Now you always want to make sure that your references and your point of contacts are always updated on there. But for the most part, your supervisor for your job 10 years ago is still going to be the same, whether they work there or not. So if they can't get a hold of them, that's not really your issue. The fact of the matter is, is you put down the contact information that you had. It's not expected that you're still in contact with your supervisor from an employment 10 years ago. So keep all that in mind. But I get to copy it right off the bat. Same thing if I'm filling out one online, right? Say, let me back up. Say I'm filling out one digitally that was emailed over to me and I'm filling it out digitally. I prefer to this method because it's always clean and and neat and you don't have to worry about handwriting. So it's sent over to me, say in a PDF, PDF or an editable format and I'm filling it out and I'm looking at one copy here and filling it out here, glancing back, filling it out here. And that way I know everything's correct. And it also is making sure that, you know, grammar's all right, my spelling's correct, all, everything. I prefer to do it this way. And I prefer to do it this way because once I fill it out, I can just hit save and I can hit save as a PDF and it saves it so I can't edit it, right? And then I can print it as a PDF. So then I ha can have a hard copy as well if I need to use that in the future, or I can just keep the saved digital format on my file or on a flash drive at some point somewhere and always draw back on it. Next is the online completion, like where you're actually completing it on a, well, not on an app, but on some type of server. Maybe it's governmentjobs.com gov or, or anything. It just wherever they're submitting it through. And the reason that this one's a little bit more difficult is because sometimes it, it will save the work for you, but it doesn't allow you to print the work. And I disagree with this method for the sheer fact that it's my document, right? It's my document. I should have a copy of it because if you ask me about it and I can't draw on my copy, which I can do anytime I'm in law enforcement. If I say, hey, I can't 100% recall, can I refer to my report if I'm sitting on the stand in court testifying? You should be able to do the same minus testifying, just saying, hey, we see that you put this in your background packet. Can you elaborate on this? And you can't recall exactly what they're talking about because maybe it's just a minuscule thing to you. You can say, hey, uh, yeah, let me look through a copy of my packet I submitted to you and, and see it right then and there and see if it's actually the way they're articulating. But if not, here's a couple of solutions to this. Sometimes at the end of that, when you go to submit the entire packet, you can have a chance to, to review it or preview it. If you can preview it, you can usually save it as a PDF. And the way to do that is to go to print. If they'll allow you to print, you can save it as a PDF. So sometimes they won't allow you to save it, but you can print it. Well, if you hit print and then go down to the bottom corner, you can see a, you know, a drop down that says print and a bunch of other things. But if you click on the drop down, you'll see save as a PDF and you can save it there as a PDF in the bottom. Usually it's in the bottom left-hand corner of a screen on that web page that you're on. Additionally, 
if that doesn't work and every time you submit a section, then it doesn't allow you to go back. Then what you do before you submit that section is you can take screenshots. Usually, you know, if I'm using a, a Mac, I can hit command shift four and I can take a screenshot of everything, including my, my write-ups. And that allow me to screenshot every, every page. Even though it's tedious, I highly recommend doing this if this is all you can do because it is critical to retain a copy of this, critical. If you if you write something in there and then you forget and then you don't write something in your next one, say this department doesn't select you and you don't write something in the next one and they see that, it's going to really shoot you in the foot. The other thing that I've really been seeing is you apply to this department once and maybe this was a year or two ago and you're re-eligible to apply again, and then you reapply, but you have to go through the same process all over, but you can't recall everything that you put on the first background packet. And then now this department has two background packets from the same individual, and they don't mirror up. It's, it's almost a guaranteed way to just not get selected and get dismissed. They're at least at a minimum gonna start questioning you on that, and you don't wanna start popping off flags right off the bat. So keep this in mind. There's always a way to do it. There's always a way to ensure that it, it is best suited for you and what you need. Always get a copy of your background packet. It is just critical, absolutely critical. I hope this really helps you all. Remember, down in the description are those two gifts, the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk through every phase I mentioned before, and then plus those hidden bonuses. If you're really serious and you want to jump on a free coaching call with myself, and you want to know what your chances and eligibility are, we can run you through that. I can give you my professional opinion on what I think your chances are getting hired. Stay safe, and I will see you next time.